Welcome to Holistic, podcast where we learn about Jesus from head to toe. We know that he is with us, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but will have everlasting life. That is found in the Bible. That is John 3.16. And that's a very popular verse. So maybe it's one that you've heard. Maybe it's one you've heard often. And it's one that maybe if you have heard it often, we can almost take it for granted. But when we really think about that, for God so loved this world, so loved people that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, for us, so that we won't perish, but we will have everlasting life. That means we don't go to hell, we go to heaven with Jesus Christ. And it is a great, great hope. It's a wonderful thing to know that you're loved by Jesus Christ. But maybe you don't know that today. You came across this podcast, but you're not really sure. Maybe you kind of think he does, but you're not sure. Maybe you're somebody who's walked with the Lord for a little while, or maybe you've walked with him a long time. And sometimes we can kind of go back to our old ways or, or get so comfortable in this Christianity that we forget just the simple, beautiful fact of the gospel that God so loved the world that he gave his only son for us so we could have eternal life. And I wanted to read some verses today that are found in 1 John. 1 John, mostly 4 and 5. And so I just wanted to read just some different parts. I won't read it all but it's so good. It's a good reminder. Maybe it's a first for you to hear this, but I want you to really hear these words today that God loves you. And let's see, where am I going to start? There's so many good passages in here. I think I'm going to start at 1 John 4 verse 8. No? I am going to start, oh goodness, Hmm. I'm going to start at 1 John 4, 10. And it says, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So that kind of goes along with, The first verse that I read when I started this, which is found in John. Now, this is 1 John in the Bible, but it's very similar because it has the same author. And so here John is reminding us again that the love that we have for God, the beautiful thing is, is not that we just loved him first, but it's that he loved us first. And because of that, we can love him. And I'm going to go back to verse 4, which says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And so if Jesus is in your life, if you have accepted him, 
as your personal Lord and Savior, you say yes to Jesus, you have said yes to him, then he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And so we have this hope. It's a hope that can't be taken away. It's a hope, it's, it's a reminder that God loves us, that he's in us, that it's greater than what's in the world. When the world is seeming to fall apart, when the world seems so hard, when we see things happening around us, really hard things, either in our lives or in lives around us, maybe we're turning on the news and we're seeing really sad situations, which is something that's happening right now as I'm speaking. There's horrible things happening and people have died and it's sad and it's hard to understand it all. And I remember someone saying, you know, when something bad happens, it's so important that we focus on what we do know or what we do understand because we can't make sense of everything that happens sometimes. But I pray today that you know you're loved by God and that is something that we can hold on to in all situations and all circumstances that God is a God of love. And I want to read some more about that that is found in 1 John 4, 12. It says, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the father has sent the son as Savior of the world, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. And really hear these next couple of verses. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him. Here it goes again. Because he first loved us. And so verse 18, I think is so important to remember. In a world where we can have so much fear, in a world where it we can just be terrified. You know, I love that in the Bible, we're told over and over to not fear because God knew that we would fear. He was prepared in advance. He knew, okay, my people are going to fear, but I'm going to remind them over and over in scripture to not fear. And so how do we not fear? We don't have to fear because we know who God is. And so maybe you've been fearful lately. You've been walking in fear. I'm guilty of this. Sometimes it just seems to take over. But then I remember, wait, God is with me. God loves me. And that's where that perfect love is casting out the fear. See, fear doesn't come from God. It involves torment. It's what the enemy does. It's a great weapon that he will use. Satan will use fear to keep us from doing things. He wants us to be in bondage. He wants us to be so focused on fear and what's wrong that we forget that we're loved. We forget if we believe in Jesus, we're a child of God. And so in Christ, there is perfect love. 
And see, we love him because he first loved us. There that is again. And when we know we're loved, then we can love other people. And it goes on to say that. You know, I heard somebody just recently talking about fear and how it was just overtaking their life. But they got a word from someone and I thought their word was really good. And I wrote it down. The word for this lady was make up your mind that you are going to choose to believe my word. Essentially that you're going to believe in the word of God over what the world, over what even people may tell you. That God, his word is the final authority. So let me say that again. Make up your mind that you are going to choose to believe the word of God. And something else she said. There is nothing that is worth stealing your joy. I don't know if I said that exactly how she did. But essentially, there's nothing so big that we should let it steal our peace, our joy. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. We have joy and peace and fellowship with God. And so we don't have to fear. And yes, fear will come our way. But we don't have to stay in that. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So who, who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So as I've heard people say, the opposite of fear is faith. And so we overcome with our faith. Our faith in Jesus Christ. We talk to him and we pray and we, we pick up our, our Bible. And when fear comes, when things come our way, we hit it with the word of God. And I love that we're also told in 1 John in 1 John 5, 14, about our confidence and the compassion and prayer that we have from God. It says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, in God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And so all these verses flow together, you know, knowing we're loved, knowing he's in us. Then we can love other people. Our faith is what's going to fight that fear. When we know that God is with us, we have faith in him and in his love. And we can pray to him and know that he hears us and that he will answer our prayers. And so when fear comes our way, when discouragement comes our way, we pick up the Bible. And now we're so blessed because we can just Google things. Let's say fear is coming your way. Let's say discouragement, loneliness, anxiety. We, we can Google, hey, what's the scripture for that? You know, the Bible is our spiritual medicine. I've said this before on this podcast. You know, it's like if you have a headache, you might take some ibuprofen or Tylenol. It's the same thing with our souls, with our spirits, that when we get anxious or when we get afraid or maybe we're feeling depressed or maybe we're feeling overwhelmed or stressed and it's not in line with the fruits of the spirit. We're not walking in the spirit. We, we're walking in the world and we're walking in these places that we shouldn't. Because see, the fruits of the spirit, well, we're told in the Bible, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And self-control. 
And so for walking opposite of that, oh, we're just feeling all out of sorts. And sometimes we will, we're going to, right? We can pick up the Bible. Like, let's say you're feeling anxious. A great scripture found in Philippians 4 is, do not be anxious about anything, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. And so, yeah, maybe you're feeling fear. So a good verse is the one I said just a bit ago, First John four eighteen. there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. And so we go, okay, wait, that's right. God is that perfect love and I can trust in him. Maybe you're not feeling like your mind is, is very sound. Well, a verse that I've shared on this podcast many times and that I love is, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So in Christ, you have a sound mind. And so these are the things that we do as we replace the lies of the enemy, these things that come our way that are not in line with the spirit, that don't line up with the fruits of the spirit, we replace it with the word of God, his truth. And we're not always going to feel it. There's going to be times where we don't feel it, probably many times. But we walk by faith, not by sight. And we have to choose to trust what he says. We have to remember that he is with us. He's with us in this life. And so, yes, fear is going to come our way. Yes, these things are going to come our way. But remember that whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And friends, this is temporary. This is just for a little while. Yes, we may be struggling now. We may be hurting. But this is going to, it isn't going to last forever. Outwardly, yes, we're wasting away, but inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Christ is eternal. Christ is in us. He's our hope. He's the hope of glory. And so remember today that you are loved by a perfect father. He loves you so much. Remember, he first loved us. And he is with you. He is with you. So remember to come before him. Remember to pray. Remember to talk to him. Keep your focus on God. And yes, hard things are going to come our way. But being grateful is such an important weapon. It's so important that we have this grateful attitude. You know, I've shared this before and and I just, I know <laughs> that it's so important. God keeps showing me. And when I have a grateful heart, things begin to change. Is everything perfect? Does everything go the way I want? No. But what it does is it just changes our mindset. It changes our posture, our attitude. Yeah, maybe things aren't great. You know, maybe you're feeling bad or something's going on. But even in that, if we can look for something praiseworthy and we can say, Oh God, 
I thank you for this or or we're reminded of something he did. Maybe he did something a couple days before and now we're not feeling so great or something's happening and we kind of forget that. Well, we can be reminded of it. I feel like that's what the Holy Spirit does. You know, pray for an attitude of gratitude. I'm sure you've heard that attitude of gratitude. And sometimes it's annoying to hear people, just be grateful. Just be thankful, but it's so important. You know, I was doing it earlier. Oh, thank you, God, for this. Thank you. Oh, that was such a blessing. Because we can easily just move on from the last thing on to the next, right? We prayed for something. Maybe it even was an answered prayer. And then we've just moved on. And now we're on to the next worry, the next fear, because that's how life is. It moves so fast. I feel like it moves faster than ever. That's how it feels anyway. With technology, social media, our phones dinging all the time. There are wonderful blessings and also sometimes curses. But, you know, we tend to have that attitude. I want it now. Go, go, go. And we want God to work like that as well. And sometimes he actually is and we're missing it. Because we're like, okay, I'm done with that. Okay, that happened now. This this is my next thing, you know. And we're moving on. I'm I'm guilty, as guilty as you are. It's just easy to do that. But earlier when I was grateful, I was reminded, wow, you know, I had prayed about a couple things just a few days ago and he answered those prayers. And he even added in a rainbow, <laughs> which I love rainbows. And so that was really cool that I got to see a rainbow. And so it's so important we're focusing on his goodness and, and the good things around us, even when things are hard, even when things don't make sense. And we can easily feel fear and we can easily begin to walk in, in the wrong spirit. And so it's important that we're paying attention to what we're thinking about and that we make up our mind that we are going to choose to believe the word of God. Not just read it, not even just memorize some scriptures, but really believe what we're reading. That the word of God is the final authority. You know, a lot of our thoughts, yes, they're negative. And so we can tend to go there. But there's hope that our mind can be changed. You know, we're told that, you know, be in scripture, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's hope that our mind can be renewed, that we don't have to just stay with this pattern of thinking that we've had maybe for a long time, years and years. And we can tend to go backwards. You know, maybe we've had the right way of thinking and then we go back. I know I've had that happen with me. And so we can do that. But we don't have to stay in that place of, oh, everything's wrong. Oh, woe is me. We don't have to stay there. And I think that's what's so great is the Holy Spirit will remind us, wait a minute, you have the wrong thinking. You've got the wrong, wrong attitude. It's like a tap on the shoulder. Hey, hey, remember, <laughs> that's not the right way to be thinking. And so we don't have to walk in fear and we don't have to walk in this place of discouragement, anxiety and depression. We bring it before the Lord. We ask him to help us. And so I just want to pray over you today. I pray wherever you are, physically, but also spiritually, wherever you are in your walk with the Lord. Like I said earlier, maybe you've been walking with the Lord a long time. Maybe it's just been a little while or you're not really walking with the Lord. Or you're not really sure. Or you're questioning your faith. Maybe you've walked with the Lord and you're just 
you're like, I just don't know. Is he really real? Does he hear me? I've just got so much going on. I'm stressed. No matter where you are, I just pray today. But as you were listening to this podcast that the Lord was speaking to, if you felt that um, kind of nudge, that's the Lord. And so I pray today you would come before him and you would talk to him and you would know that he's a God of love. And he wants to have a relationship with you. Know that today. He does. And so no matter what you see going on around you, just remember that you can come before him and talk to him and, and cry. And, and it's not too big for him. And nothing you've done is, is too great that you can't be forgiven. See, we've all sinned. We've, we all fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. None of us are righteous. It's only because of what Jesus did on the cross that we are forgiven and we are set free from death. And we've been given this gift of God, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus. But now is the time to repent and believe in Jesus Christ. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time to come before him. Friends, God is with us no matter what we see, no matter what we feel. God is with us and he is loving us. He loves us. So friends, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. No, God is with you. There's no need to fear. His perfect love will cast out that fear. We love him because he first loved us. Take care, friends, and God bless.